Now, in Wellington, there is something of a debate over a second tunnel under Mount Victoria. Will it or will it not reduce transport capacity? Uh, That allegation has been called a flat-out lie. The extra tunnel is the preferred option for let's get Wellington moving. It's reckoned about 6,000 walkers and bikers will be able to use it every day. Joining us this morning, CEO of Transporting New Zealand, Nick Legas. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Tim. What is exactly on the table for Mount Victoria? Well, there is going to be an additional tunnel uh, to the current uh, tunnel, which is shared between, obviously, road traffic and pedestrians. Uh, but unfortunately, the expectation was that it would be a new tunnel uh, in addition for you know both, sets, uh, both pedestrians and, and uh, road traffic. But no... Uh, it will be just for pedestrians and cyclists. So there's going to be this very significant spend, uh, which uh, will not increase vehicle capacity. There are 55,000 vehicles a day at the moment going through there, you know, heading out to Wellington Airport, a vital route for passengers and freight, yeah. uh, and uh, no extra capacity. Why is it that uh, the the motorised transport is is not getting the extra capacity it needs? Well, I think the real reason is is because there's ideology at play here. There's this view that uh, any spending on, as you say, motorised transport is somehow uh, evil, uh, that it's not the direction that New Zealand wants to go and that our transport options, we should be investing in the minority of people who walk and cycle. Now, my view is we do need to invest more in, in walking and cycling. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, it shouldn't be uh, this kind of lifestyle judgment that flies in the face of both people's daily lives and, and the need to move around, but also economic reality. Because the population is going to grow, the freight task is going to grow, more trucks and more buses and more cars are going to need that route, yet it's going to be made harder <clears throat> to, 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 to move uh, vital cargo and people around. Anyone who's ever had to go through that uh, to and from the city centre will know uh, that it is a desperate route that really has to be expanded. Could this be done another way? Well, I think that if the light rail option, uh, which say uh, about it what you like, which currently extends to Island, is planned to extend to Island Bay, it was part of the same announcement. If they actually um, push public transport out to the airport, uh, I think that we could find that something like what's been offered uh, would be possible. Now, I mean, you can debate whether or not it should be fast buses or or light rail. I think I'd be in the bus category. But it's not even catering for where the need is and where the future need is. And it's just, it's this obsession with, with um, you know, something that's going to move 6,000 people a day, which is on a bike or on, on feet, versus uh, what's currently moving 55,000 people through that route. And, and it, it, to me, it, it defies logic, but we're seeing these decisions everywhere around the country, and the long-term social and economic consequences are going to be very severe. Because if you believe, like I do, that technology uh, and alternative fuels and energy is going to lower emissions from our current vehicle fleet, what's the harm in investing to move people effectively and efficiently and freight effectively and efficiently through motorised transport into the future. That's Nick Leggett at Transporting New Zealand. Thanks, Nick.